I don't, I don't, I'm going to say it. I start to say I don't think where I'll be lengthy, but I don't know. So, <laughs> so just mind the Lord this morning. I know, I know it's a, a, a lot going on today. Uh, we've got a lot of things to take care of, but you know, it may be somebody sitting there midst lost today. It may be somebody sitting right here that this is their opportunity to receive Jesus Christ. And Lord help us not to not to never take that lightly. Uh, but but over in the book of Acts, in the uh, third chapter, very very familiar scripture. It's sort of been a rolling over in my heart for a while. Uh, ever since Jubilee, I guess, Paul Fluter came up to me and he quoted part of this scripture right here to me. And uh, it was about about uh, some things there. And he just he quoted this scripture to me and it just seemed like it's been just a hanging with me. And maybe it's the uh, Lord's will and no doubt it was that he, he quoted it to me. But uh, but we'll, we'll read just a little bit and, and maybe just see what the Lord has for us in it. But in the third chapter of the book of Acts, starting in the <clears throat> in the first verse, he says, Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful to ask alms of them that entered <clears throat> into the temple, who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an alms. And Peter fastened his eyes upon him with John and said, Look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he leaping up stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. <coughs> and all the people saw him walking and praising God, and they knew <coughs> that it was he which sat for alms at the beautiful gate of the temple, and they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened unto him. And as the lame man which was healed, held Peter and John, all the people ran together unto them in the porch, and that is called Solomon's greatly wandering. I believe I'll stop right there. Maybe just read one more. And when Peter saw it, he answered unto the people, Ye men of Israel, why marvel ye at this, or why look ye so earnestly on us as though by our own power or holiness we had made this man to walk? And 
I'll, I'll stop right there. But it seems like this scripture's just continually been a, been a rolling over in our heart. We've been just thinking a lot on it. And, 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 and I guess as we're thinking about it, is, is Peter and John, uh, and that was, the, that was kind of the context that Paul was speaking to me at at the Jubilee there. He said, he said, as Peter and John, he said, they walked together, brother. And he said, that's the way me and you are walking. We're walking together. And I thought about that is if we come into the house of God, and I know we've been preaching a lot, seems like on unity and on, on, on togetherness. But I think that's the way that the church operates. I know that's the way the church operates. That's the way God set this up. It's to be in one accord, in unity, and together. And when we get that way, David, when we get to the house of God, if we're coming for the hour of prayer, and we're coming and we're walking together, and we're in unity, and we're in one mind, and we're in one accord, as, as Peter and John was, when they came up there, you realize that daily there was people that was carrying this, this lame man. They was people carrying him and laying him at this gate in all hopes that he would receive something by laying him there. And you think about that Isaac in the church today, there's every one of us in here that's got somebody, Cheryl, that we've carried up to this gate this morning. This is not just, just a frivolous thing to us that are children of God and that, 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 that walk after the Lord. This ain't just, just something that we're doing, but there's a reason. And I believe, you know, just like we preached and it got preached in revival, uh, there was a time when those, there were some men that carried uh, a, a man before the Lord and they took him up on the rooftop and they tore off the shingles and they let him down. Uh, those men had a purpose in what they were doing. And then that man they were carrying, they were trying to get him to Jesus. And at, at this point here, whoever it was, it was a bringing this lame man to the gate called Beautiful Barbara. They were bringing him there because they loved him, I believe, because they cared about him. If they hadn't cared about him, they'd just leave him wherever he was. But they were bringing this man and laying him down at this gate in hopes that he'd receive something one day. And if Peter and John all these things, and that's what I've said so many times about the unity of the church and how we're many members in one body. Everybody's got a different service in what we're doing, a different uh, 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 part of what we do in the house of God. Uh, they might be some in here, Julian, that's a carrying and a bringing somebody in here, and they may be some of the others of us, sis, that's a walking their way. And we may be coming by them probably at some point in life. And, and this man was a begging alms. He wanted something for somebody. And alms is just anything that somebody can give him. You see people with signs. Anything helps. Well that's where this man was. He wasn't begging gold. He wasn't begging uh, anything in particular. He just wanted something. Our people in this life today, our people are, are, are so downtrodden and so downhearted, uh, they don't even know what they want. They just want something to make them feel better, something to help them along this life's journey. And you know who's got that for them? Probably only the church. Only the people of God. Do you realize every day this man had been laid by a gate? And probably every day somebody gave him maybe a crumb. Somebody gave him maybe a nickel or a quarter or something. And every day he had to keep coming back to the gate called beautiful. He had to keep being carried back there. Because he wasn't getting what would sustain him. 
something and get him through to the next day. But there came two men by his way one day, and as they walked up through there, and he looked upon them, and they looked upon him, he went to begging of them something. But he had two men looking at him that day that had more than what that he ever realized he could ever get. I believe there's a lot of people sitting in the house of God, Lisa, and they come down here for something, even just for a, a, a little crumb or something to get a Bible tomorrow. But they don't realize they're sitting on a pew and we ought to be walking together, church, that when they look on us and they're asking of some alms and just something just to get them by, we let them know, uh, I've got something uh, that'll get you through. Uh, I've got something uh, that'll restore you. <sighs> I've got more than silver and gold. I've got more than just a crumb. Thank you, Lord. Peter looked on him in compassion. He said, silver and gold have I done. I ain't got enough money to get you through life. I ain't got enough food to get you through life. Silver and gold have I known, but such as I have that you Carver, give I in the name of Jesus Christ the Nazareth. Rise up and walk. something to get you by till tomorrow. I want you to know there's something here to rise you up from your dead bed. That old boy got more than he bargained for, didn't he? The boy, he didn't regret it a bit. We come down to the house of God sometimes just for a little feel better to get us through the week. Just for a little pick me up to get me till tomorrow. I'm going to tell you what, brother. There's more here than meets the eye. You may be just like this old boy. He was a looking on two men. All he saw was two men. They might have a little bit in their pocket to get him through for a little while. You come down here looking to me to get you through. I can tell you right now, I ain't got nothing to give you within myself. Hey, but I can tell you about one hey, that can fill your cup up that can get you through eternity. Such as I have, give I thee. Not in my name, not in the church's name, but in the name of Jesus Christ of light and that last night. Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk.
Old Lazarus rose up too, though, didn't he? <laughs> That's the voice of Jesus Christ. Old girl preached about that still small voice during the meeting over there. You can hear the voice of God when He speaks. How would God more people to listen to it? It's not about the world that things we talked about it in Sunday school this morning early. I want these youngins to look past everything this world's ever got to offer of Daniel. And things just get through the remark. What you got in this altar a few months ago, son, to get you through eternity. Desire. Can't you imagine how Peter and John rejoice? Reach down there, grab that man by the right hand, lifted him up. He went to leaping, said, praising God and running leaping. He's running into the temple, and there's people that see that. And you know what the Bible said about them? They greatly wondered. Oh. Oh, I would to God, our, our, our people in our neighborhoods, they get to greatly wondering, don't you? Oh, I would to God, they'd get to looking down at the house of God, and they'd get to seeing them ones that used to be just laying at the gate, them ones that used to be out there begging for something, and they didn't have nothing. Chad, I wish they'd get to seeing it. I they got a hold of something, and now they're not laying at the gate. greatly wondered ever since then. That ain't the same deal I married. That ain't the same deal I've always known. You got born again and went back around them boys. They said, that ain't the same Isaac. I got born again and I went back to school. They said, that ain't the same old me. Hey, that ain't the one that used to lay at the gate. No, that old boy's a walking up. Thank God, good. Oh, yes. Oh, God, somebody come by my way. I just want a crumb to get me by, Daniel. They didn't try to give me of their own wealth. They didn't try to give me of their own self. A little man by the name of Henry Rice said, Son, I can't save you. Praise God for some honest men of God. I can't save you, but I'll pray with you 
until you get what you need. sure that they was walking to the temple at the, at the hour of prayer. You don't think it's important to go to church? You don't think it's important to be consistent in being in the house of God? Yes, it is. Because I'm going to tell you, the Bible said a certain man. This is a certain man right here. You know what that certain man was laid right there for? Because two, so two men could walk by his way that were going there. And I promise you, listen, there's, there's certain people that's laid in our path. Each and every one that's sitting in here, Kim. There's certain people, Jay, that's laid in your path. It's meant for you to walk by. Preacher, I can't do nothing. I ain't worth nothing. I'm going to tell you something. No, you ain't. No, you you can't do nothing. You ain't you ain't got enough natural things in this life to help nobody. But you know what you got? The name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. That you're a born again child of God. And when you pass by somebody's way, don't you try to give them of yourself. You just give them what you got, Jesus. Well, they could. I mean, we, we we read the Bible. I think about a woman that had an issue of blood, and her wealth, her her finances couldn't get her healed. She spent all that she had, and you know what? She still had her issue. So it wouldn't matter if Peter and John had all the gold and all the silver. It wouldn't matter if they could have not gave this man his legs back up under him. They knew what it could. Oh, yes. They knew a name to call on. I'm thankful the church knows a name to call on. And his name is Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. The name above all names. <laughs> Somebody called his name out to me one day. And I was that old lame man laying at the gate. You know who I am now? I'm one leaping. I'm the one rejoicing. I'm the one running in the temple. I'm the one walking by the ones that need Jesus. (sighs) 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 (sighs)
old fellow never ceased to tell the story, did he? He kept telling it, and the world, the, them old people over there, they kept ridiculing. They didn't want to hear the name of Jesus. Once you've ever truly heard that name down in your soul, all the devils in hell can't shut you up about it. They might take my head off, and that's the only way they're going to get my tongue to quit praying. He's everything to me. To the day in my life when I took up my bed, and I walked because of him. When I've been lame since birth, this morning I'm just trying to emphasize how important it is for us to walk together and share Jesus. You never know who's laying laying at the gate this morning. You never know who's sitting in here, Barbara. This may be their opportunity to take up their bed. I might be brief now I am, I guess. That's what God laid on my heart. He gave me strength to preach that. I ain't going no further than he'll allow me to. I love him this morning. I truly know without him I'm nothing. I know what I am. And I appreciate him this morning. I don't know nobody's heart. I don't know where you're staying this morning with the Lord. And I'm going to...